0: Hello, everyone. It's Sunday night. I'm George Watkins. I'm glad you're here. It's been a good week. Much going on with all of us. What busy lives we have, it seems, nowadays. And we are glad to be alive in Christ. It's a good day to be alive in Christ. Amen. Well, I want to talk about some spiritual things today of course before i do thank you for subscribing if you haven't done that already and thank you for liking us and comments that uh, promotes out into the internet sphere as they say so when you comment or share or make a like it is uh, a help to us and it's a blessing to us thank you for that now i want to talk about I've been listening into heavens, into the the heavenly language, into the heavens, and I'm hearing the conversations of victory. I'm listening to the chatter, as they say. I wrote a little note in the comments below about our modern technology. And in the last couple of decades, especially, we've been introduced to um, the news or the reports that even our government, Listens into conversations, and they can pick up words that we say. They can listen to telephones and internet buzz, and understand some of the communication. Well, Solomon said, "There's nothing new under the sun." So, if he if he meant what he said, then I I'm going to go back to the Old Testament, and remember the prophet who could hear into the conversation of the king's chamber or council room. So every time they would make a move or try to make a move on Israel, the prophet would tell the king of Israel where they are and what's happening and so forth. Well, they tried to come and capture the prophet and the prophet knew they were coming because he had heard their conversations and he just disappeared and went somewhere else. Now, that's a spiritual example of listening in to the chatter of heaven. Now, you and I, in this beautiful age we live in, I was impressed today as I was meditating in the morning about how wonderful it is that God chose you and I to be in this age. Now, I've referred to my childhood when I thought I should have be been a been a cowboy. Ride the range and uh, rope the cattle and ride the horses all that all that fantasy stuff as a as a boy. Well, if God wanted me in the 1800s, I would have been there. I would have been a pioneer of some kind. I would have established a church somewhere. I would have carried the gospel to somebody. But he put me in this age and he put me in the category of the developing society we have in now. So my voice and my influence can be exactly where he desired it to be. So it is with you. God placed us here. Now, why would I bring that up? Well, what's happening in this spiritual age, this time period we're in, is, it, is God's moving toward conclusions, and his conclusions are always victory. <laughs> he does not lose battles. Now, it seems in our in our planning, battles are lost because we didn't get the paycheck or the job or the church that we were pastoring or the place we were, you know, spiritually uh, leading in didn't successfully pack out. And it seemed like we're not a success. Oh, come on. Come on. Those are the things we cast on the Lord. Now that doesn't mean we walk in the spiritual blindness or ignorance. No, but it does mean that we count these things unto the unto the Lord's dealings. Now, I I'm very careful not to have a case a raw attitude. Know, whatever will be, will be. It's in the hands of God. I'm very careful because. It's not entirely in God's hands because he has given his hands through our hands. And we are workers and laborers and fulfilling the will of God on earth. He sent us into the world to preach the gospel. Well, he could have sent his angels into the world exclusively to preach the gospel. And they would have swept in there and (laughs) hogtied everybody, I suppose. But he didn't do that. He gave you and I that commission. Now, on a side note, that's not to say angels can't speak and preach in, in certain settings and bring people into the knowledge of the Lord because we know that they do that. They are messengers of hope and messengers of change. So today I'm listening into Heaven's Chatter and it's all about victory. Well, Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. So I bring that illustration of the prophets of old hearing God speak and bringing the message out of heaven to earth or in the natural world, hearing the king speak and bringing that back to the king of Israel. That's a, there's two different levels there. One's natural, a natural, a spiritual journey into a natural king's chamber. And the other one is a spiritual journey into the into God's chamber, listening to the plans of God. Well, a prophet, the one who prophesies, does exactly that. I don't know if the uh, if the emotions and the picture of it is that he's there and or she's there, but the message comes through the channels the Holy Spirit has provided because we're listening to God's voice now the per- the reason that's important is because you and I on all categories of christian service not just exalting a prophet or an apostle but every believer has the important ability to hear God speak to them and listen to God now the basic listening tool is the is the Word of God the word that we refer to as the Bible the printed word now we can take that and begin to devour it read it meditate upon it enjoy it learn from it and out of that he begins to speak to us from the heavens chambers as literally as Jesus would would be in front of us we can, Draw from the Word of God, in that in that position or condition. Word of God. Jesus said that His words that He speaks are spirit and life. Now, very limited words in the in the Bible. They're very limited because Scriptures say tell us if all the exploits were written, oh, there would be so many books it'd fill the whole earth. Now that sounds like an exaggeration. I won't go there because I don't know, but that's what it says. Now, Jesus spoke a lot of things beside the Sermon on the Mount and the teachings in the synagogue or, or the private time with the disciples. So, but we got we possess some of the printed replications of his speech. That is a source of life. Where do we go from there? Do we have extra biblical experiences? There's nothing that can happen in your spiritual life. Well, that may be a little stretch. Let's pull that back. <laughs> Cuz there's God has unending experiences. But so much of the spiritual experiences that we can enjoy are in the word of God. Some of them cloaked over because the translators just blew it royally when they misinterpreted words or they they didn't fill all the blanks in because they didn't believe what they were trying to transcribe that happens that happened in the past so what do we do we open our spirit to what we know to do in prayer meditation bible uh absorbent you know as we read and study and meditate Fellowship with Christian brothers and sisters that know the Lord, not just hanging out in the coffee clutch and talking about current events, eating a donut and going home. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's good, you know, good fellowship with Christian brothers. But I mean, find some people around you that talk your language. Now, if your language is heavenward, then some of the language you speak is going to be a little confusing to people that are. Earth, earthbound in their language. What did Jesus say to Nicodemus? He said, hey, I, I would love to talk to you about heavenly things, but you can't receive it. Now, What was that heavenly thing? It was something Jesus did regularly that he couldn't explain to Nicodemus. When Nicodemus, he said, well, except a man be born again, how can I be born in my mother's womb again? Well, see, that was an earthly mind. Jesus was talking about spiritual things. So find some people around you, somebody you can communicate with that when you, when you reveal or talk about your dreams or talk about your vision and your revelation, when you break the book open, they don't roll their eyes and cut you off but they would say, yeah, I got part of that the other day or whoa, tell me that again. Why? Because something God said to them is fitting somehow with what God says to you. That's wonderful Cornelia. as we meet together like-minded. Well, this whole thought about listening into heaven's chatter and it's all about victory. I'm, I'm encouraging you to learn the practice of meditating, meditation is quiet yourself before the Lord, and put your mind on Christ. Put your mind on His conversations, His words. I encouraged someone the other day to find themselves a chair, comfortable, soft chair where they won't, you know, feel the the bumps of it, and they can relax. Open the book, the Bible, and read a passage that describes Jesus with his disciples walking on the dusty road of Jerusalem streets or some of the counties he's in, healing the sick. And then close your eyes and put yourself there in your mind. Now, why would that be good? Because if you'll do that, you're leaning into that scripture differently than just reading it in your cognitive thought patterns, but you're bringing your soul, you're bringing your emotions into that setting. And I'll tell you, if you'll do that for a setting, if you'll take time to shut everything out and just put yourself and walk In your imagination. Now, that's a scary word for people that haven't understood what God gave us that for. The imagination is so we can open ourselves up to receive something we can't imagine. Paul said it was beyond what we could ask or think or even imagine. So open your imagination and let the Lord filter in revelation. Now, why would I do that? Why should I do that? I'm just making things up, I'm just playing around. No, you're asking God to reveal to you what's in his heart, what's in your life for the time, the timing, what you can do for tomorrow, for today, for your family, what you should be doing or what you should be changing or encouraging. All those things come through a time of meditation, a time of revelation where you have listened into heaven's chatter <laughs> now if that's a little stretch for you it may be for some start with the simple meditation upon scripture take one scripture or two john 3:16 is a good start for some who are beginners or starting into the journey with god's you know god's life take john 3:16 for god so loved the world Read it a couple of times and then put yourself in a time of listening to the Lord and then read it again and then listen some more and then read it one more time. Why? Because the residue of hearing that here, hear, read, read it out loud so you can hear yourself. It's important. You hear yourself speak those words and then picture jesus speaking that to you picture in your mind in your spirit in your inner man a relationship so close that you can feel the vibrations of his voice as god says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him uh, him should would be saved for god sent not his son into the world but he sent his son not to condemn but to save and redeem and replenish and bring dominance <laughs> i'm using some some promises and covenants you know commands out of the old testament but listen to that voice okay the chatter of heaven i'm hearing right now one of uh, the chatter out of the new testament i love it beloved i i wish above all things thou mayest prosper and be in health even as i soul prosper that came right out of heaven through the scriptures through the book into my spirit i've read it 150 times maybe a thousand times but i can hear it in my spirit and when i hear it i'm reminded of victory you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That scripture has been a resounding voice of heaven in my life for all the time I've been preaching. When I left home for the first time, I knew by then in a, as a teenager that you could lay hands in the sick and they shall recover. Why? Because I heard the voice of my father. I saw it in the word of God. I heard the voice of my overseen apostle that we were under our were was ministering to us in those days. Now, when I stepped into it, then the voice of heaven spoke to me and said, George, you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The voice of heaven is in the prophets. The voice of heaven is in the Word of God. The voice of heaven is in your meditation time when you listen to the voice of Christ and the Holy Ghost. The angels of the Lord come with that voice at certain times of your life. According to Job 33 and 14, they come at nighttime when you're deep in sleep and they speak into your life. Wow, I'm telling you, we're living in good days. We're living in Powerful days. Oh, there's going to be storms. There's going to be a lot of negative things going on. There's going to be times when we need to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not unto unto our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge Him, and He will sustain us and maintain us and cover us and love us and protect us and take us through. Another scripture I love. I'm hearing it now in my spirit. God said that the righteous can run into a high tower and be saved. The name of the Lord is that tower. He said, name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous go into it. So that's the chatter I'm hearing. I want you to hear it also as you listen to the Lord. as these coming days, Sunday night's a good time to be reminded about the good things of the Lord. I love you all. I thank God every day for those that I, get to meet in person I was out this week just in a, some public meetings and got to meet some people that thanked me for being on this simple broadcast and it's always an encouragement to hear from you thank you for your prayers thank you for your financial support thank you for the the comments and the likes all those things are an encouragement to us amen On the notes below, we have all the contact points. We're on some other platforms, and we have a website. Well, until tomorrow morning, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the angel of the Lord guide you through the dark times in the light of God. And don't forget, he's always talking. See you in the morning. God bless.